Hi everyone, how's it going? Um, just wanted to check in and see how everyone was doing. How is everyone feeling? Um, I hope that everyone's having a good day, wherever that may be. And I just wanted to give you a quick thank you for all the kind and supportive messages that I've received within the past couple weeks um, about the start of the season. I take everything to heart and I just want to voice my appreciation to each and every one of you um, for showing up and always supporting me. And I also, again, just wanted to check in with everyone to see how they've been holding up. I feel like I myself am on this like constant emotional roller coaster and the highs are highs and of course the lows are very low, but I know that I'm not alone. And I'm learning to establish and teach myself different types of boundaries that I need to help myself. Um, But one of them is definitely my relationship with social media and how I'm using it and definitely logging off of Instagram for a couple of days in the week really has helped me. Also catching up with friends has helped me a lot and just giving myself some time to sit with my thoughts in complete silence because I feel like That's not something that we do very often, but it definitely helps. So today's episode, I'm super excited about. It's with my friend Dante Kali, who is a Toronto-based digital creative. I've known Dante for a couple of years now, and I'm so excited to have him on the show today. He is truly such a light in so many lives. And I mean, this episode, we are just catching up since COVID started. And I really just wanted to talk to him about how he's approaching his art at this time and how he's continuing to stay inspired. And also the importance that he finds in disconnecting from social media for your mental health. So this one's gonna be a good one. I just wanna make a note that Dante and I had recorded this episode mid-May prior to the Black Lives Matter movement. And since then, Dante has continuously been using his platform to share and educate his community on the current social justice issues that are taking place. So if you're not already following Dante on Instagram, I highly suggest that you do that. I, of course, I'm hoping that everyone is staying healthy and safe. And just a quick little reminder to please not forget to leave your house without a mask. Continue to protect yourself and others against COVID. And that's it. Now to the episode. Before we get into the episode, I just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors over at Ray Wellness. Ray is all about helping you shine from the inside out by providing evidence-based nutritional supplements packed with pure and powerful ingredients so you can feel your best all day, every day. You can find Ray at Target and online, or even better, you can subscribe to have your favorite supplements delivered right to your doorstep. And now when you start a subscription, you'll get 20% off 
plus free shipping when you spend over $20. So head over to raywellness.co today to get started. Now to the episode. I'm sitting with Dante Polly. Hi, hon. Oh my God. Hi, my love. How are you? I'm good. It's been so long since I've seen you and I miss you so much. And just I like, miss you too. Looking at your face right now is bringing me so much joy. Oh, you're so sweet. So how are you? Like, how have you been doing? How am I doing? I'm doing pretty okay. Um, you know, I have my days for sure. I'm sure like all of us do. Um, but today is a pretty good day. The sun is shining. Um, didn't do too much. Chilling pretty much the whole day, which is nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, the waves come and go. And I think also, well, first of all, we've been blessed with sunshine for the past week. Can we please talk about that? Like, thank the Lord. I know it's totally changed my mood um, for the better. So I'm really happy. And I just hope that it keeps up this way. Um, But I know for you, especially, you are definitely someone who is always out, you were always out and about whether it was traveling, meeting <laughs> people going, but like you laugh, but it's true. Like it was part of your job and you were, you also loved going out. Like how have you been navigating? I mean, I'm so grateful to have been able to have those opportunities and to have been able to see and just be surrounded by all different types of energy and personalities and all of that. Um, it's definitely different. It's definitely been a transitional kind of, I like, I I don't even know what to say. It's just been very odd. Um, and I'm sure all of us can, can relate in different ways. Um, but for me, it's like, I just miss the most, like the most, the, the thing that I miss most is like being able to give somebody a hug. Like, I haven't been able to really see anybody. I haven't seen really anybody at all, um, which has been so weird. But there's always a reason for everything. And for me, I really feel like even though this is such a like traumatic experience, it's also teaching us so many things about ourselves that we didn't necessarily have the chance of kind of identifying in the beginning, um, before all of this. Um, and I know for me, like I'm used to being by myself just because that's the way I navigated my lifestyle. I was always on the move, always on the go and always on my own. Um, but for others, I know that it's a bit of a challenge to be in your own space for a long period of time. Um, so I'm just trying to check up on the people that mean everything to me and really try and let them know that they have somebody that they can approach. Like anybody can approach me or reach me digitally. Um, (laughs) Sorry. You're a very approachable guy. Uh, I try to (laughs) because like, you know, there has been those, those instances where you try and approach someone and say hello and it's just like a closed door and they don't, they don't want to see you basically. So I just never want people to feel that way. I feel like every 
every single person that crosses your path is meant to, and every conversation or anything is meant to happen. Um, whether you learn something from that or not, just being present. Yes. I think for you, especially too, you get to like spend so much more time with your mom because you know. are probably the busiest people and are it's, on totally different schedules. Hell yeah. It's been really nice, you know, for her. She is definitely inspiring me in this moment, um, especially with her business and how she's operating. She's basically doing a lot of this on her own. She still has the team that is supporting her and getting her through, but the shipping and everything that she's doing for her online store, she's doing in our basement. Like our basement is basically a warehouse. Well, that's going to be you soon too. uh, I don't know. I I mean like, well, yeah, for my, for my products and stuff, but when the time comes right now, I'm really just trying to be her support. But, It's great that you guys have each other right now. Yeah. So I call you like a multidisciplinary artist. And it's Mm -hmm. because I find find that you have so many different talents. Um, One of them, of course, being a dancer, but the other also being um, a creative digital artist, which is, I find to be so difficult, but you studied it. This is your shit. You know it. And we'll get into that later. But first I want to talk about dancing and let's just talk about how you started. Like, when did you first start dancing? What was your history with it? And all of that. Yeah. Um, I've always been told, and I feel like I say this often, but I've always been told that I've been dancing ever since I could like ever since I was like in a diaper I was <laughs> dancing around the house um it was just something that my mom said I was always smiling when I was moving and it's just always been that thing for me that's made me feel good inside and especially in a time like now um I turn to movement as my ideal source of joy for me mm-hmm. um it may not look amazing or look good, but honestly, it doesn't even matter what other people think because there's just something about moving through space and just like releasing that just makes you feel so good after. It's almost like doing like an intense CrossFit workout. You're just like fully going in, headphones in, just full on vibe. Um, But I mean, going back to like the millinery stages of everything it was like I never really took dance classes and I did take two jazz classes when I was like probably six or seven and absolutely hated it hated dancing it made me want to not dance ever again just over those two classes because it was me the only boy in a group of girls and you know how they can be. They can be yeah. little biz snatches um, sometimes. So it just made me not want to do it anymore. And I had to kind of sit back and realize like, no, this is actually something that is something that I love. And I don't want anybody to ever take that away from me. So I turned to YouTube to learn a lot of my foundational steps. I learned how to do a pirouette on YouTube, how to do a cartwheel, 
how to do a back bend. Like there's just, it was so amazing to have that growing up mm-hmm. and also grow with the internet as well to, yeah, it's, it, the internet is just like a full on encyclopedia for it's anything crazy and everything. What you can learn online. I feel like there's so much, there are so many resources available to Absolutely. us. Absolutely. And I think that you are such, because we, we talked, we spoke about this previously, like you were in high school when Instagram existed, which is literally my nightmare. Of the <laughs> like, I don't want, like, I can't even think about my children having Instagram in school, but you lived it. There are so many benefits to dancing, both physically and mentally. And how are you finding that right now that it's helping you? I think it's just the release. Like I kind of forget anything that is bringing me down on my mind. It's kind of just like it completely vanishes away. And I'm just, it's me, the music, and that's it. And I think that's what I love most about it. There's no one telling me how I'm supposed to do anything or how I'm supposed to do this or that. Like, and I, I definitely believe like music heals and so does dance. Um, and I think it's definitely been my healing tool for my whole life. Um, just getting me through certain cases of downs and ups, but it's definitely always gotten me through. And it's, it's true. I think like endorphins definitely make us very happy. And mm-hmm. what I love is that you started, I think it was, was it like a month and a half ago? You got people off their feet and you got people to start dancing. I never thought I'd see the day that well, people would that. actually do it. You like, did it. You started a movement. Crazy. So Dante, um, for those of you listening, if you're not familiar you basically posted your like a choreographed skit and you told your um, followers on Instagram if they wanted to record themselves doing this, they could send back the video to you and you would edit with your infographics and those emoji and all that lovey stuff and send it back, which was incredible Mm -hmm. because guys, we don't realize this doesn't take him like three minutes to do like this is a labor intensive job. Um, so how was, how did you feel like from the reception of that? Oh my God. I'm so appreciative like that people took the time to participate because I know for me, these videos are a part of me, but they're not all that I am. And for me, if people are reacting or they've made them feel better like anything that I posted has made someone feel a little bit better that's always like what I that's literally means the world to me and being able to do that and see the response was something so beautiful and literally made me feel so good and I was just like I can't believe it like people are actually doing this because I know like what it feels like to feel like you're you're not a part of something or you you're not you like you don't belong necessarily and i think in this time it it really isolates you and makes you feel like your situation that you're living in is just like this is it like it's there's nothing left there's nothing to look forward to because it's almost like we are grieving we're grieving the loss of being able to have that accessibility to one another and that's such a 
human thing and to not be able to have that is so devastating but we'll make it through and just people participating it was i just really wanted that one-on-one connection with people that really wanted to engage um because i know i've had situations where i've tried to engage with people that i've looked up to or i've been inspired by or motivated by and kind of just not felt good after seeing how they respond or if they don't even respond yeah and they leave you on red which is like <laughs> the worst the worst i've i've experienced it many times and it's a real thing and it's it's like we're not above no one's above or below anyone we're all on the same playing field and it's like we all can take a turn and play on the court or like switch it up like we can switch it up so i really wanted to make people feel involved and something that they would see often on on their feed if they follow me um but it was crazy how many did you get oh my god i lost count like i the awesome thing was people were doing the choreo so good that i could literally just lay the graphics over and over so it didn't take too long um editing each one um but I I don't even I don't even know. It was it was definitely over like 200 300 videos that were coming in, which I was just in shock. Um but I'm just so thankful. It's like that is like what this time is all about. It's about bringing us together and making us feel a part of something and pushing through. I think community is definitely important for people to realize that they have a network of some sort is really great, especially during this time. Um, but I feel like it was healing for both of you, like the people dancing and then you just receiving all that like love too, mm-hmm. you know? Um, it's crazy. But back to like dancing physically and mentally, can I just say you look fucking amazing? Stop this. No. <laughs> Don't hide yourself. <laughs> what have you been Thank doing you. to like also stay fit beyond the day i like remember i was like dante just dances that's all he needs to do and he would come <laughs> with the six pack and you're like what are you saying <laughs> i swear oh that's what I thought. Like, but i was wrong well, dante has a routine guys <laughs> listen i have been slacking and it's fine like I no you slack. haven't been i'm like actually saying <laughs> I have not seen you face to face in like three months since this has happened and you actually look incredible. So thanks, babe. I appreciate you. Yeah. You know, I have my, my workout sessions where I lift weights for probably about five minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, and then usually for me, it's just dance. Like I will just go into the garage and just fully on like vibe out. Um, and I think something that I've been doing as of lately has been dancing hardcore to like Jersey remixes. Okay. Because there's something super high energy about that where it really gets you pumping up. Yeah. Um, but like nutrition wise, I, you know, I'm trying to keep my gut clean um, after my traumatic experience of I being in the hospital. I wanted to talk to you about that because yeah. I'm a big advocate for the gut and I know you had some issues, but I never like really got into it with you. So if you feel comfortable enough sharing, 
or what, yeah. what were your takeaways like, but definitely share with the listeners what happened. For sure. So January was great. I had just gotten back from a New Year's vacation with my family, which we've never been able to do together in ages. So it was super nice to be able to like go and connect back to like my roots, going to Jamaica and just fully relaxing. Um, but as soon as I got back, it was time to work. It was time to go. It was time to travel. So I was finding myself traveling from A to B to A to C to D. And it was just super chaotic. And I was going to places where I wasn't necessarily familiar with all of the food. So I was just literally eating anything that looked good. I was eating burgers. I was eating pasta. I was mixing it up with like Mexican tacos and then eating Chinese food. So my stomach actually started to back up. So it, it was like nothing was actually like, it sounds nasty, but it wasn't like decomposing like how it should have in my stomach. And it was like backing up into like my colon. It was like super crazy. So in my last week of being in LA, this is like probably the first week of February. First week of February, I was in my last week of LA doing some some work. And right after LA, I was heading to New York. And for some reason, like in my last few days of being in LA, I couldn't use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, maybe it will just come because I'm a person that is able to use the bathroom all the time, every single day, whenever I need to go, I can go. It's a blessing. Which I'm so grateful for. Um, But then I was just very confused. I knew that something was up, but I didn't know what it was, what it was. I was like, am I like developing a lactose intolerance? Like Mm. what's going on? Um, So I headed to New York and I was severely constipated, like Mm -hmm. to the point where I was doing jobs and I would obviously have to be present, do what I need to do, put in 150, 190% into everything that I did. But in my downtimes, I was like, Oh my God, like I'm not feeling good. I'm not feeling okay. I'm like sweating, like getting cold sweats. It was so freaking weird. Yeah. And in my last two days of being in New York, I started getting these insane headaches. And mind you, I still haven't been able to use the bathroom that whole week. So it's just like... Quick pause. For those, yeah. For those of you listening, I, if you don't know, like being constipated is actually very serious because it's poison buildup in your body. So mm-hmm. not using the bathroom regularly, like I know like sometimes people can go for two days and that's okay, but really not having regular bowel movements it's poison buildup. And especially like Dante, like you dance, right? Like you cannot move. Like not only do you feel heavier, even though like you are not heavier, it's just your body telling you that like, you need to get this shit, no pun intended, out of here. For real. It was, it was like, I knew something was up and I was like, I think I need to go to the doctor, but I couldn't go to the doctor in the States because it's just a whole different vibe over there. And I'm not, I wasn't ready to spend dollar dollar bills on a medical bill because it's just not covered there. 
So I had one last job before I left to come back home to Toronto and it was a night event and I had to leave early. I had shown up. I had this chronic migraine where I couldn't even lift my head up or like turn my head too quickly because I was like, Oh my God, there's so much pressure in my skull. Mm -hmm. And I showed up, I was like, honestly, I'm not feeling good. I think I need to leave right now. I had went from Manhattan deep into Brooklyn and had to head straight back. Cause I was like, I can't be here. I can't be amongst this heavy music trying to do what I need to do. So went back to the hotel. Um, I had to delay my flight the next day coming back home because I couldn't wake up at 6am. I just saw I wasn't able to move, move at all. It was like really scary. So now we are heading back to Toronto, get home. I spent one night at home. Not like this before, right? So you're obviously like, what the hell's going on with me? Never in my life have I ever felt like this. And I told my mom, I'm like, something's wrong. I think I need to go to the hospital. She's like, okay, like chill at home, like one night and we'll see how you feel in the morning. And I started to get a fever. Oh my God. And I was like shaking. I was freezing. I was sweating. It was a whole mess. and. Now I wasn't actually able to, it's gross, but I wasn't able to urinate. And it was like, I couldn't pee and I couldn't do anything. So I went to the hospital. Um, I I would honestly be freaking the fuck out. I was shook. I was like, am I ever going to be okay again? Am I ever going to feel good? Um, And I had to, it was just very traumatic. I had to get a catheter bag. I had to, um, after they had done all these tests over a week of being in there, um, I had urinary retention. I had severe constipation. I had to take all of these crazy laxatives to try and drain my system. And it was just wild. So what did the doctors tell you? Like, what was it? So my doctor's experience was very insane. It, oh. I would recommend never going to Michael Guerin Hospital, Toronto's General Hospital. We don't um, like to hear that, but tell me more. <laughs> it was insane. I had seen, I think I had seen six specialists and three doctors. And, af- and this was like on a day-to-day basis. I didn't get answers till the end of the week. Um, so after they had done my tests in the beginning... I saw a neurologist. They're like, I'm not sure what's wrong with you. Um, I saw a cardiologist. They're like, I, your tests are coming back great. We don't know what's wrong with you. I saw a urologist. Um, not sure what's wrong with you. Everything is coming up fine. It was just like everything was fine and it wasn't fine. Nothing was right. Yeah. So I, they wanted to release me like on my fourth day of being in the hospital, I'm like, I'm not going anywhere because I'm not okay. Like I can't go home like this. Um, so I finally got another specialist. It was another urologist that had come in. And after doing like an MRI, CT scan, head scan, like I did every possible thing that you can do in the hospital. I had needle marks all in my arms. Um, 
he was like, yeah, so you have a major buildup in your system. And I was like, that's so interesting because every single doctor and specialist told me that all of my tests and everything were okay. And he's like, no, I can show you myself. And he showed me my CT scan. And I was in shock because I'm like, imagine how many people like go through this and may not have a voice or aren't. I'm grateful that I'm usually healthy and I know my body. Mm -hmm. Um, but like older people that may not have a voice or not be able to speak up from themselves. Um, and for me, I was in shock because I was like, you potentially are not to get, make the conversation go down, but you are leaving people to die in, in some cases with what they're going through and not actually understanding what it is that's happening within their body. And you are supposed to be the expert. Um, so I basically cussed out my doctor that was taking care of me. And two days later, I was released. I was taking medication, mm-hmm. um, still taking laxatives, and slowly recovered. Um, so now, hallelujah, we are better. But literally the week after, they shut everything down because of COVID-19. And I was just like so grateful to have been able to be discharged before then. Um, but still like in shock at what happens behind the scenes. Taking a quick break for a message from our sponsors over at Ray Wellness. Living a big life requires some serious behind the scenes support and Ray is it. Ray is dedicated to supporting women making moves by providing evidence-based wellness solutions packed with pure and powerful ingredients so you can feel your best all day, every day. High impact without a high price tag, Ray Supplements, help improve your wellness, beauty, hormonal, and sexual health. Find Ray at Target and online, or even better, subscribe to have your favorite supplements delivered right to your doorstep. Now, when you start a subscription, you'll get 20% off plus free shipping when you spend over $20. So head over to raywellness.co today to get everything you need to find your calm and shine from the inside out. Back to you being a multidisciplinary artist (laughs) (laughs) and just really at the core of it, you create art. So how are you approaching it um, during this time and how are you staying inspired? Because I think right now, I think right now, as I said before, you're someone that I think culture and being out and being around people and being in different cities, those things are all very inspiring. How are you finding inspiration now being like at home and only at home? Um, You know, I try and be as transparent and candid as possible with the people on my platform because, you know, this is, I do these things not to have been found, but to, potentially help other people. Yeah. Um, but for me, I know that creativity isn't a linear process and it comes and goes and it isn't something that sometimes you're creating back to back and sometimes there's nothing sparking for you and that's completely fine. Mm-hmm. I'm just really not trying to put too much pressure onto myself because I know in a time like this where we're so accessible and we're so in each other's lives without physically being in each other's lives, it can be a little bit overwhelming. It can make you feel like you're not doing enough or you aren't enough because you're not doing 
as much as you were before in the sense of like having a structured schedule and going to work three or four or five or six or seven times a week and being able to connect with people in late nights and all of that stuff. Like I feel like there's productivity and just being able to wake up again. Um, getting yourself out of bed is productive. It's, it doesn't have to be a product of your day. It can literally just be you just being present in your day. Um, so with that, there has, there has been like tons of memes or like quote post things that come up on my feed where it's like, um, if you're not being productive in this time, you're lacking discipline and that's so not the case. And I think if you are a person right now that is feeling like you aren't doing enough, you're doing enough, you are enough. Um, and I think it's just like, everything takes time. Like this, this is a global pandemic. Like this hasn't happened for centuries. So we're in this time. We have the advantage of being connected like this, Mm -hmm. which we should be so grateful for because people back then didn't have what we have. Um, it's definitely a different time. Um, but I think it's important to really embrace the fact that we are still able to communicate, um, in an almost in instantaneous way. Um, it, yeah, yeah. Just taking it, just pacing myself. And I think that with that, I also want to get into you. You're, you're also a huge advocate of just like deleting the app for a few days and like mm-hmm. having a mental refresh. And let's just talk about the importance of disconnecting from social media for our mental health. Because I think right now, the internet is just, well, I think Instagram specifically and also Twitter, it's just, there's a lot happening and it's so Mm -hmm. easy for us. One to of course compare ourselves, which is something that we're always faced with, but also all the news that's going around. It's so, so very easy for us to just break down, especially at a time like this when it's so difficult for a lot of people, myself included sometimes to really see light at the end of this. So Let's talk about, um, yeah, your relationship with just like deleting the app and how you find it to help you. Um, I delete the app when I feel like if I'm putting stuff out there, if it's just just to put stuff out there, you know, that makes sense. Like if you're, if there isn't actually like intention behind what you're posting, like obviously whatever I post, it's always like in the moment and spontaneous. But if I feel like I'm starting to have to force content, um, I just disconnect because I, there's no need for me to force anything. Like I don't owe anybody anything at the end of the day. Um, even with the platform, I'm grateful to have a platform, but that's just a boundary that I've set is Mm -hmm. I don't owe you anything. And I think that's where we get lost sometimes is that we feel like we have to do this. Um, to like stay in the loop, but you don't have to do anything. I think something that is definitely toxic right now is I feel like everybody thinks that they're a journalist and everybody thinks that they have information that they can share. Um, And I've been definitely seeing so many, so many stories that are so like, it's just mind boggling. Like all of the, there's just too much happening right now online. And I, I think it's because people are 
just trying to put stuff out there to put stuff out there and like get attention and get the retweets, get the favorites, get the the shares, whatever. But that's the reality that we're living in. So if you feel like you are taking in too much and it's weighing heavy on you, you need to just disconnect. Like it's your page is still going to be there. Just delete the app. Your account is still going to be there. Um, and the, like literally last week I deleted it um, from the week before my birthday and I was playing Animal Crossing all week. And <laughs> I remember you telling me. Like I just, I, I was actually like, I started to calm my mind down because I really felt like, oh my God, like what am I doing? And there was something so calming about playing Animal Crossing and it's so weird. But it's just something about like curating your own reality in the game. Yeah. Um, but it's important to take time for yourself too. You absolutely need to take time for yourself. And that's definitely what I think I needed. I needed to just be in my own body mm-hmm. for a moment just to like address whatever I needed to. Um, because, you, you know, like, I I was getting turning another year older. I was like, okay, like never thought I would be in a global pandemic at 23. Um, But here we are. And, you know, it's not the most ideal situation, but it is the reality. And I still ask myself every day, is this real? Um, And it very much is, but it's just, like I said, about pacing yourself because None of us are that productive where we can be dishing out so much stuff every single day. Like that is absurd. I'm sure there are people like that, but that's you. Yeah. I, I am definitely not the type of person that is able to put out stuff every single day. It's a, um, lot. Um, a lot. But um, just a point that you touched on using your platform for good <laughs> The video you put out on Saturday night, I mean, thank the Lord you did. Um, this doesn't just apply to Toronto. I think this applies mm-hmm. to everywhere in North America. And I'm singling out North America because the way I see it, we are the only ones that don't know how to act properly. Um, what? did you feel on Saturday when you were just swiping through the gram, seeing everyone at the park acting as though literally nothing ever happened? I was disappointed and you know, it was very interesting to see some people's opinions of why I was calling out that certain situation. One, I wasn't even there. And it was a photo that was shared all over the internet. So one dealing with people asking me why I was even at the park to begin with. And I'm like, sweetie, I'm <laughs> not even there. I reposted it. <laughs> like it just blew my mind. But there was also people like, we have a right, like we can do whatever we want. And I'm like, you do have a right, but that doesn't mean that it is right. This is a time where we need to be following the, the actual protocol in order to move forward. And by you, selfishly doing what you need to do mm-hmm. and going there just isn't helping any situation. I'm living with somebody 
who is has a business, has a clientele, and is literally trying to make things work in a time where she's not making as much as she usually would have. And she's still power powering through and not letting anything bring her down. But obviously it's overwhelming. And I know that she's my mom isn't the only business out there that is going through something like this that is traumatic. There's businesses that can't even get an order of dinner, like or lunch or whatever it is. Like there's so many different businesses that are feeling like they can't stay above water. And by you by you participating in something like that that took place on Saturday, it's just very devastating because we're setting ourselves back when we should be moving forward. We should we're in a time right now where we're very lucky to be in a time that we are right now. And it's just dumb to see people like it is dumb. It's just seeing people go there just to sit out in the sun and crack cold ones and hang out with the girls and hang out with the the guys or however you identify. Um, it's just, I'm not shocked, but it, it's like appalling almost, especially with people who have been wrapped up in their homes for so long. And now even people down the street, I know that you are probably somebody that had experienced this too, where there was just people. So there was people everywhere mm-hmm. and there was people that were doing nasty things everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. They didn't even open up the bathrooms at the park. So all of those people were doing their business everywhere. And there was over 10,000 people there. Yeah. It's insane. I mean, for, it's just, it's I like, I use the word disappointing, like very light, like heavily, like I don't use it a lot, but the situation was definitely, definitely disappointing because I feel or but it could just be me setting myself up for like disappointment right maybe sometimes I just think a little bit too highly of some people you know Mm -hmm. that makes sense like I don't assume that some people that I even know would partake in stuff like that and then you know you just go and see it you're like okay I think we all need to hold each other accountable and I think that it's important to not even like call out but just you know, message your friends being like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, like, hey, I'm like, we get it. Like, why is this happening? Like, why, why right now? Like we we're all probably doing something. We all had our plans and our goals and it's totally like put on the back burner. And that's just the reality. You going out there to hang out with your friends is just not what we need right now. We need people to come together and think about others besides themselves. And, you know, like obviously people learn from their mistakes and whatever. And I definitely get that. It's just like, you knew what was, what's been going on. It's not like you just found out that there was a global pandemic happening. Like you've been living it. So yes, the weather is getting nice, but be responsible. They said that we're, we're allowed to be in groups of max five still social still physically distancing so if you can't be by yourself and you need to go out there and communicate or hang out like totally do so but just be smart please like 
and think Period. about others. Like really think about others sometimes before you think about yourselves in this specific case right. um, is what I have to say. So I'm just hoping that those have learned a lesson and I'm hoping that the next few weeks just pan out a little bit better. So, mm-hmm. you know, but I agree. what have you been doing more of like right now that you didn't really get a chance to do before? I feel like you mentioned just being able to sit and playing Animal Crossing for like four days straight, something that you mm-hmm. probably didn't have time to do before, but is there anything else? Um, I've definitely been 3D modeling a lot more and practicing. Okay. I've always loved 3D modeling um, or have been inspired by it. Um, I think it's just super cool to like immerse yourself into your own creation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been practicing that a lot more. Um, but besides that, I haven't really been doing too much differently. I think I was thinking about um, finishing off my last semester of school. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I just don't think that's what I need to do right now. I don't think I need to put that onto my plate. I think this is already enough as it is. And maybe I'll decide to do that later on. But for now, I'm just taking each day as it comes because you just never know when you're going to have another chance again, you know? Yeah, definitely. So it's good to hear that, that you're taking, like you're teaching yourself a 3D model. I feel like when we spoke back in January, you said that you wanted to like teach yourself some new fun things. So I guess mm-hmm. the time is now. The time is now. The time has come. Time is definitely now. Um, so what's your favorite meal right now? Like, are you cooking at all? I, I uh, <laughs> here and there. Um <laughs> I tried to make this chickpea pasta thing and Which one? I, you, literally chickpea. Oh, okay. Never mind. I thought you were like, <laughs> yeah, no, I like, I saw it on a, a YouTube video. Okay. This guy was cooking in his kitchen and he was making this crispy chickpea pasta. And I was like, Ooh, that looks bomb. And I tried to make it and it was literally just pasta noodles and chickpeas. So okay. that wasn't, how I expected it to turn out, but um, we've in the house. My mom has been cooking, and so has my stepdad. So, okay, we've just been eating good, better than eating out. <laughs> if that makes sense, we're not going back to the hospital. No, we're not. You need to be taking mm-hmm. care of the gut. Period. Period. <laughs> um, any fun stuff to come? I would just say stay tuned um okay. with the eye because... <laughs> no one um, can see you i'm the only one that can see oh <laughs> true because it's gonna be this <laughs> voice but i am doing the shy i'm shy emoji situation the, the fingers um but no i'm also um not doing as much um partnerships Mm-hmm. as I probably would have um, just because the time is very interesting and it needs to make sense. It needs to make sense in the time and it needs to make sense for me. I've always been that person that has never wanted to be a walking billboard. And yep. even though my job is very much online and consists of me creating content, mm-hmm. I definitely don't need to 
hop onto every single opportunity that comes because it needs to make sense. It needs to align with things that I am passionate about and things that I enjoy. Um, so I'm not going to, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it is what it is. Um, but there are some fun things that I'm working on. So, okay. I'm just to see. I thank you from the bottom of my heart so much I for being with me today. I love of you. Of course. So, if you're not, I encourage everyone to follow Dante on Instagram. And I say that because it'll bring you a smile. Oh, you're so sad. Um, but thank you so much. And I love you. And I hope that I can give you a hug very soon. I love you more. And same. And it's, there's nothing like energy exchange. And I know. That's why I'm so happy that you uh, decided to go on video. Because <laughs> <laughs> I get to work with you. <laughs> I just, I miss, I miss everything. You know? I know. And I'm sure all of us do too, so. Yeah, it's virtual hug, virtual kiss, and... Virtual hug, virtual kisses. We've got this. Exactly. Exactly.